They don't call them uh, great ghosts for nothing. If I got a thousand decoys or, or two thousand, three thousand decoys out there, we need to sound like that many birds. These animals are playing basically a life or death game of hide and seek, and they're just good at it. The, the cool part about archery is that you can geek out as deep as you want to go. It is their job. Their sole job is to stay alive. That's, that's what they do day in and day out. The sense of accomplishment is unreal yeah. when you put in that much work. Even though they're passions of mine, it's, you know, it still takes a backseat to being a dad and being a husband. So Doing is better than talking. And he had that whole basin lit up with a laser light show machine. <laughs> It's a healthy thing to have passion like this. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Mountain Vision Podcast. Hey, I just want to give everybody a reminder to go check out alpenfuel.com. At checkout, use the discount code WELCOME10, and that'll give you 10% off of your first order. Um, So go go check it out. Um, They not only have the Alpenfuel breakfast granola meals, but they also have Peak Refuel, um, a, bu- a bunch of just a bunch of snacks that we all like to put in our backpacks and and take to the back country when we're whatever. You don't have to be in the back country either. Just you know when you're out hunting and and you want a quick snack, quick meal. Um, they have all that kind of stuff, and it's all pretty healthy um, choices. So check it out. Um, but yeah, on this episode, I sat down with the A2R hunts guys. There's actually four guys in their group. I sat down with three of them. They were able to make it by my place, and we sat down and recorded an episode. Um, but yeah, these guys are guys that have been hunting for a while, but uh, they've only been hunting together for a little over a year. They put they put together this uh, this group, and they uh, they hunt together. They record uh, a lot of their hunts, and they have a YouTube channel going. Um, and yeah, they're just a, a good kind of clean cut group of guys that. Um, uh, I really enjoy, I really enjoy their videos. I really enjoy talking to them. It was a great conversation. Um, I think you'll enjoy it as well. Uh, so stay tuned. Send it. All right. Another episode here recording, uh, Mountain Vision podcast episode number, shit, I don't know. I think it's 20, uh, I recorded one last night too, so this oh, might shit. be 27. We'll have to talk about that. 27? It's 20 something. But anyways, I'm sitting here with the A2R Hunts guys. Um, you guys hey. want to introduce yourself? We got Bobby. Hello. Or I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. Hey, I'm Bobby Walker. And uh, just so everybody knows, A2R stands for Archery 2 Rifle Hunts. So uh, It was a bit of a process coming up with a name. So that's what we that's what we are. It's that's a good catchy. thing to clear up first, Dan. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> kind of catchy. So we, we decided to stick with it. But. Uh, I'll hand it over to Danny now. He's next in line. Yep. Um, I'm Danny Rackley. Uh, this is something that we uh, decided to get together and put together this uh, last year. And uh, here we are. Yep. I'm Corey. I'm just here to drink beer and have fun. <laughs> we made it on the Mountain Vision podcast, dude. We made it. <laughs> we made it. Made it Made it big time <laughs> in my garage. Uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys coming by. I know you guys... Uh, uh, what Bobby and Corey work locally, but you guys live what in? Uh, yeah, we we live roughly an hour away in the hills. Hour away, and we're hill people. Danny came a few hours, so appreciate you making the drive. Yeah, absolutely, man. of course we appreciate it. Yeah, <clears throat> anytime, dude. Yeah, thank you very uh, much, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, we'll have to do it again sometime. Everybody I have on, I'm like, dude, let's catch up next year and like see how the season went and see what next year has to come. Definitely. And, 
I don't know. I think it's fun seeing what, what other people are doing and what kind of success they're able to find throughout the year. And Heck yeah, man. Always try to better ourselves mm. and uh, try to live up to the next better guy's standards. Man, how <laughs> can I be that badass? <laughs> I'm not sure we got any too much uh, badasses in here, but like, uh, I definitely think it's a season for getting your archery stuff together. Like That's what I've been talking to Sean a little bit about, yeah. maybe coming up and shooting, like... Corey, he's been over a bit. We just, uh, we're really trying to dial in our archery right now just yeah. because it's kind of fresh on our minds from Arizona. Right. Yeah, we just shot that event two weekends ago locally. Yeah, it was an unmarked uh, shoot up here, and I found out how bad I suck at judging yardage, dude. <laughs> I <laughs> oh, like it's unmarked. It. Yeah, it was I unmarked. like it. It evened yeah. it out. Yeah, Danny it, did real well. Yeah. I, was, I was lucky enough to go into that unmarked with uh, Bobby's arrows. So <laughs> yeah. when I would lose an arrow, it was no just Bobby's. <laughs> yeah. So no rangefinders? No rangefinders. Luckily, oh. though, like kind of the cool thing about this one was it was two arrows per target. So if you really messed up, then at least you got an arrow to like redeem yourself. Yeah. And you, you had somewhat of a, a judgment on how far it was. But it was tough, dude. Like I, I, sh I shot an unmarked probably six or seven years ago and I did pretty decent. Like I, I hit a lot of dots, but this time was a different story. Like I, I did not do well whatsoever. Yeah. I wouldn't do very good at that either. <laughs> it was actually really, it was really tough. I don't, I think it was my first one. I don't think I've done an unmarked before and I was, I was kind of nervous going into it. And then once we started going, I was like really relieved like the first couple targets I didn't miss the target completely because yeah. you just you know you're always so reliant on that rangefinder it's yeah. just like right there so <laughs> I was I was pretty pumped though and then you know some of the shots were pretty hard it seemed like they continually have like targets that were they look the same in distance but they're slightly different. It would throw really? you away. It'd, it's oh, yeah. worse than having a far target. Like the different target. size targets and stuff like probably like play tricks on you oh, too. Yeah. Like and shadows. And if you can see the ground the whole way, or if there's like a little dip in between to where you can't see ground continuously, that really threw me off. Yeah. So it was, it was tough, dude. What was the name of the event? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the Yuba it was, Sutter. It was up at Yuba Sutter Bowman, uh, just up out of. Uh, yeah, it was on uh, Smart Smartsville. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, I, I like the unmarked. I mean, it was my first time doing the shoot too. That's because he um, kicked ass, dude. Yeah. But I, I will, <laughs> Danny smoked us all. I will say I had a slight advantage. Um, I did go last. So <laughs> you I mean, can see our faces. I mean, I could You're like, what were you aiming for? When you, what were you aiming for? I mean, you don't no, say we, that because we, we didn't, we were, we yeah, were, we were keeping true because we, we were in the money. Be, yeah. We were trying so to be competitive. We didn't like, no one told anyone, but when you see your two guys go in front in front of you, like miss two yards short and skip it in, then I kind of, you know, might've dialed it up another yard or two myself, you know, knew roughly what range they were shooting at. I was hoping you guys yeah. were, you know, ranging like I was ranging. Yeah. It, it worked out for you, dude. Like, I, I'd say Danny was top five or ten. Like, he was, he nailed it. It was I, good. I thought I mean, he was taking him. And I the mean, lady, the lady, the, stick the, around. The lady at the end, yeah, she says, make sure you wait. So, yeah, stick around to the end nice. so you can find out that you suck. Yeah. <laughs> find out you did not win. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, the one target, if I were going to talk about targets, uh, the elk target uh, haunted me. Oh, yeah. That was rough, dude. So every other unmarked that I've done, which was consist of two, 
uh, there was a max yardage of 50 yards. So I went into this thing thinking, oh yeah, this is probably the same. So I saw a, a target that was clearly farther than the rest. And I, I shot it for 50 just because I was like, I was hoping that the rules would be the same. It yeah. was way low. So I jumped it up a full like eight yards. How, how far did we decide that was? Like 67 or something? I was, I was thinking 65. I think he said 67, said, yeah, 68. Because I hit it twice, but I hit it the very bottom of the target. got two eights on it. And yeah. it I'm, I was shooting for like 61, 62. Yeah, so I, I think I shot my second shot for 60, maybe. Like I jumped it up a full 10 yards. And uh, I got, I, I skipped one into the foam, which I counted because <laughs> we're all friends here, you know? It's in foam. That's fine. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that second one is just still super low. I was shocked. But yeah, it was an eye opener. Like, I am so reliant on that rangefinder, and I need to, need to up my game a little bit, I feel like, in that department. Yeah, it's probably a reminder to, like, when you are ranging with your rangefinder to, like, also just give it like a second look without anything and be like all right try to memorize like okay this is this is 60 or definitely. whatever it whatever it is and like try to i don't know definitely range in to, multiple locations so yeah you can put it away and mm-hmm. yeah i don't even think of that stuff either <laughs> like i just go with my range whatever my range finder tells me i don't exactly, know exactly i like, mean i have an idea when it's something like kind of close i can kind of tell but when it starts getting out further i'm like oh, yeah. i don't know <laughs> like I, I used to shoot indoor so we would shoot uh 20 yards a lot just like getting your indoor setup dialed so yeah. i knew what 20 yards looked like yeah and so i could look at a target like look at the halfway point and then guess where 20 was and then go off of that you know maybe it's i don't know the 20 yards is three yards in front of where i think halfway is and yeah kind of go that way but Apparently, I forgot where twenty is, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> even like that's even your building if, block. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I just it's just another thing you got to practice. It's another yeah. thing we got to tinker with. So yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, shooting target really made me a better shooter. Mm-hmm. Just over the years, when you start shooting, you kind of shoot every once in a while, and then after you start shooting target, you start really like figuring out like oh i need this gear or this or i need to make sure my form's on point your yeah. arrows everything starts making a huge difference especially shooting bobby you know coming from target kind of background doing that that like completely opened my eyes to that huh. you really start focusing on like your techniques and just making oh, a gosh. solid shot yeah. yeah yeah just like little tricks like even if you're like on a slanted hill to the left or to the right or sideways you know like drawing into the hill and yeah, letting your bubble float it, yeah. over yeah yeah and then yeah just a little stuff like that makes a huge difference to where before i got into the target stuff i had no idea like my my first bow was a matthew switchback and it was probably like an inch and a half too long like i, I just had <laughs> no idea about yeah. anything and then getting into that target stuff really opened my eyes yeah so. huh. yeah hell yeah so what what's uh why don't should we go since we introduced this direction clockwise right <laughs> bobby clockwise. What, what what's like a what's like a little just a quick like history of your like hunting background sure uh when i got into hunting I, my i've always been hunting with my dad since i was pretty little but his style of hunting uh, up where I come from, we call it beer hunting, not really deer hunting. <laughs> so <laughs> the, our hunting days consisted of uh, an ice chest, 90% beers, maybe a Gatorade for me. And then <laughs> like we would just ride around in the truck all day looking for deer, which yeah. is super fun. Like I, 
I had no complaints about it whatsoever. Yeah. But uh, only if it, only if they had seat heaters back then, huh? Oh, dude, he wouldn't let me in the seats. <laughs> He'd throw me in the back of the truck so I could spot deer better. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I grew up doing that. And uh, as soon as I came of age, I got my first rifle and we rifle hunted together a little bit. And it was kind of the same story, like basically just drive around, drive around all day, drink a bunch of beer and if we got something cool. But uh, me and my dad actually, I don't know if we have killed a deer together really yeah i yeah. don't i don't think we have but no i take that back we did we did actually i killed my best buck with him so uh but anyways long story short uh, this is the, all california all in california yeah yeah we never went out of state we we hunted b-zone just we had our trusty spots where we would go out there and they would have the flattest smoothest roads so the beers weren't <laughs> foamy <laughs> so they didn't explode when you opened them yeah, you gotta yeah. have your priorities right <laughs> that's true and i like i fully enjoyed it uh, even up to like up into my mid twenties, me and my dad and his buddies would go up and, uh, we'd road hunt the shit out of the West side and just have a blast, which I loved. But, um, I think getting into my later twenties and having a stack of forked horns just made me wanted to get into something to where it would produce something a little better, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I, I've known Danny for like 10 years and uh this dude's he's just a killing fool like if anybody can get it done anywhere it's danny so like uh it's kind of funny i used to talk to my wife and i used to tell her like dude if, like watching all these youtube channels and stuff like dude if anybody could get one of these channels done it's danny like he's got it and then uh we all, me danny and Corey, we all hunted together in arizona in t- early 2020 and that's when Danny kind of dropped the bomb on us. Like, hey, I think this would be a cool group. Do you guys want to get this going? And so uh, here I am. Like, we're we're all trying to get better as far as archery goes. We're all trying to get our rifle stuff dialed in. Me and Danny have shot long range together for a couple of years, five years oh, at yeah. least. Worked on some rounds for a while there. Yeah, building rounds. Load and... development. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. I'm still looking for the big guys, but... Uh, this California hunting, it uh, it won't make me turn down a nice forked horn if the <laughs> opportunity presents itself. No kidding. Especially if they get a bear ban, huh? If they ban bear hunting or what? Did you guys see all happen? that? Oh, yeah. Of course ridiculous. I'm just glad they dropped that. That got stopped. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we, after like we five days, it might be slightly political. Petition. Yeah. Is yeah. why that stopped. But yeah. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. I, I remember when they stopped hound hunting. And that, that was the year that I killed my first bear with a rifle. And it, it was, they had stopped bear hunting, or hound hunting, excuse me, the year prior. And that year, before that year, I'd seen like maybe three bears in my whole life. Uh-huh. And I saw 12 bears in one season. Yeah. And it was just like, like I picked the best one that I saw and I picked that sucker off at 300 yards. And yeah. it was beautiful, but it, it just really opened my eyes to how much uh, affect all of these legislation, legislation stuff, like all the laws and all that stuff is getting in the way right. and yeah. just really affecting everything that we're going after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do live in California. Very true. Yep. Yeah. But I think that, see, this is where like, I don't know, this is a whole nother tangent, but I'll just make it quick. But like we were talking about social media earlier and how like sometimes it's negative and it's annoying to have to deal with whatever. But dude, this is like one scenario where like social media was able to like connect all of us and we were all like 
we we all were like i know i was i was pissed i was like dude if they if they ban bear hunting like deer hunting's over dude like oh, yeah. the deer yeah. population is already in trouble and like you know if if they ban bear hunting then then i i'm not even gonna deer hunt in california anymore probably so like yeah. to me that was like you know hacking hacking deer hunting and everything so like yeah I, I took it like really like to heart and i was like dude let's just repost this thing over and over and over again and like put a link in my profile and like mm-hmm. tried to do everything i could and like Everybody was doing it. It was it was cool. Yeah. So that's where like social media was like, kind of brought everybody, you know, together. Waterfowl hunters, like bear hunters, deer hunters, everybody came together and, and like, what did we get like twenty eight thousand people to sign that petition in yeah, five like, days or exactly. something like that. It was right. pretty pretty crazy. Right. Yeah. And we did we did the same link as well on our page. Did shared you? some yeah. stuff. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I was talking with a bunch of people. Um, same thing it's just like it's all based on principle they started with mountain lion hunting being banned um then they went to taking away bobcats then they went to taking away dogs yeah and then now it's bears is the next big thing and then like you said it's just it doesn't matter what you hunt it's just going to keep rolling that's what they're doing and uh, we obviously like know um from being out there and hunting the the bear population is out of hand oh yeah and i mean i'll be uh the first to say i'm not a biologist by any means but I mean, I see what I see out in the wilderness, and there's there's plenty of bears in California. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you feel like you have a good chance of running into a bear, like, that's probably saying something. Yeah, like yeah. our yeah. archery 2020 opener, me and my buddy Steven went out, and we saw more bears than we did deer. Like, total. That's how it is. That's how I tell people that all the time. I'm like, dude, I honestly... I mean, it depends on the area. Some, some areas I find that are, like, more bear-heavy, and some areas are more deer-heavy, but, like... I honestly see way more bears than I see bucks, like period. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. by far. Like maybe not does in some areas, but like in some areas for sure. Like mm-hmm. some areas I see like a lot of bears and I see like zero deer, dude. Like, right. And, uh, I mean, <laughs> I can attest to that. Uh, opening uh, archery 2019 for me, I did a solo hunt uh, by myself, packed in, and uh, I had a tally going. And I'm, the tally was a dozen bears. I had two bucks. And I was very fortunate enough to get the bigger of the two bucks my third day. And I saw three does. And that was my whole trip. Dang. And I mean, I, I'm so glad I had a bear tag. And I, I, had, I was full draw, multiple bears. And I talked myself out of it every time. And I'm just so thankful I did because I ended up with a really awesome buck. Um, yeah. So it all worked out. But it was uh, just like what you're saying. There's way too many bears up there. Yeah. I, I should not be having... I mean, I'm having encounters within 20, 30 yards on these bears. Uh-huh. Full draw. And it was uh, it was interesting. Yeah. Just uh, The first time I... me and Bobby went out uh, hunting <laughs> together, we were sitting there in like a makeshift blind area. And we heard some rustling coming down the hill, coming... I don't know what it was maybe 60 yards away i think yards. it got within 40. yeah from when it was coming down yeah and yeah. then it got pretty close 30 40 yards away mm-hmm. and sure enough it was a bear and so i think it's the only thing we saw that day but yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right maybe a doe but yeah maybe a doe but def- not as in good of range there weren't as any bucks <laughs> yeah, definitely no bucks but yeah yep i know uh yeah we were doing uh for a couple of weeks there we were getting together on like zoom meetings with like um, I don't know if you guys follow like Shadow Trek uh, Shadow Trek Adventures I think it's I can't remember uh, Charles Whitwam I can't remember 
the guide service. I think it's Shadow Trek at, at Adventures. Shit, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> Good guy. But anyways, he kind of got the, the petition going uh, for the bear thing. And like a bunch of us got together, West Coast Archery uh, Legion, like a bunch, of, a bunch of guys got together and did the Zoom meeting. And like it was cool to see everybody like getting together. And like there's probably, I don't know, tw- at least 20 people on these Zoom meetings, maybe 30. But everybody's like pitching in ideas and they're all trying to come up with like a way to make the petition like just easy for people like mm-hmm. like that like the way they did it was perfect it was like it literally took like 30 seconds to sign yeah. the petition and be done because everybody lives in this time of like instant gratification like nobody wants to spend time to like do anything like that like 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 to sign a petition it has to be you have to make it easy yeah, it has to be user friendly. Every, every interface that's getting put out nowadays, it's yeah, yeah. A couple there, of taps and you got. What it you has want. to be user friendly, otherwise, it's not going to be at the top of the game. Yeah. yeah. So they're trying to come up with like like those QR codes so people can just scan it and literally like just click sign and be done. Like mm-hmm. five seconds. Like just make it so easy for people to where like you're just going to get that many more signatures and like exactly get like a real count of people who actually like really want that thing to be signed you know what i mean like, right, right if only recall knew someone's that easy <laughs> here he goes oh, here we go straight to politics i thought that was at least we we're gonna save that for at least an hour right? <laughs> i can't help it i'm sorry uh, all right so backtracking we went bobby yep. history of hunting and i think we transitioned to danny we started talking about we got on a on a we call that topic. a rabbit hole slightly <laughs> off topic but uh yeah so anyways um i've been very fortunate um uh grown up in uh, multiple families and they've all hunted so um i got uh, one side of the family that we've always uh they've always hunted out of state even um i grew up uh from three on with them and uh it was a uh, something i always like wanted to do right yeah but i wasn't old enough to go so it was just I just couldn't wait till I had the opportunity to go out of state. And then um, also I started hunting locally as soon as I could. Uh, I think I started bird hunting. I think it was like the first thing we could do in California at the age of nine. Yeah. On a private club. I was pheasant hunting with my grandpa. And then um, so I just kind of grew up in everything as far as hunting goes. Uh, it didn't matter if it was a upland game, a waterfowl. Uh, went to turkeys and then straight into um, big game with uh, starting with blacktail at the age of 12. I think that was my one season. I did not successfully get a, my tag filled. Really? And uh, so I was okay with Damn. that. But uh, for till now, there may be a couple in there that I got. I was busy where I didn't get a hunt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I hunted, I've been pretty fortunate. Yeah. Um, nice. I mean, that's. I maybe like last year. He's a killer, dude. That's killer, dude. <laughs> For California, that's I've been I've been pretty fortunate. I will say, 2020, um, I did not fill a B zone tag. I did have two. Um, however, I was focused on. I had an out out of state Nevada tag that I was focused on, and yeah, that uh-huh. had my total focus. Not only so. that, you had a your girl had a baby I, in that time. Yeah. I did like have a, basically on archery opener. I did have a son, and I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't meet with the crew. I was trying so hard. And, uh, yeah, it just, it didn't work out. So I think it was probably good I, that I stayed. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll just yeah. say that. I think that was more I'm going to second that. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was the right decision at the time. Um, it was also pretty hard, but I did, you guys were up there hunting where we were, I was supposed to meet you mm-hmm. and I, we got out of the hospital. Um, he wasn't, it was kind of like a, 
it didn't end up happening basically. She thought she was going into labor, it didn't happen. But anyways, I got home 4 a.m. that morning yes. and I went and grabbed my bow <laughs> and I ran out locally where I've hunted before and I, I did some local hunting. I saw a couple does, a small buck, but nothing I was interested in. So, I mean, I did get out there. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I'd call that like a successful <laughs> or even like a full try, like a full sin. It, it wasn't a full was sin, but like, 2020, <laughs> I think everyone can relate, was pretty tough. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. With the forest closures and just just everything, it was it was a tough year. I can't believe they did that. Yeah. That was ridiculous. I, I didn't. I that know. was opening of archery, right? Like we didn't yeah, know. I didn't we know didn't if, know if we were going to make it up there. Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh Corey had just bought a new house. Yeah. So he was moving. Danny was waiting on his baby. And so I just grabbed a buddy and I was just like, all right, dude, we're going. And uh, on top of everything else, there was fires like close enough to where we were just socked in with uh, smoke. Yeah. The air was horrible. It was really bad. Yeah. I remember you guys texting me like, hey, uh, do we have anything to worry about? Yeah, there is. We yeah, had, had like a, a couple days or like. We had a yeah. search and rescue crew that had like ham radios and they were just like, yeah, we're gonna walk down this uh, trail and see if we need to evacuate tonight. We're just like, oh, dang, okay. Yeah, yeah let us know, buddy. Thanks. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so getting back. Um, so moving on. I think my first out-of-state trip. I was 16. I went to uh, Colorado. So that was when I, and I was all into sports through high school and everything. But and when you drew an out-of-state tag, you go out-of-state hunting. Yeah. So that, that was always a hard one to let the coach know like hey i'm gonna be i'm gonna be gone <laughs> even though it, it's kind of during an important you know uh basketball season but anyways made it over to colorado had a awesome hunt uh ended up with my first mule deer it was a nice nice four point um i will say the bucks over there are quite a bit bigger than blacktail especially when you're 16 oh, and yeah. uh, i did end up with the smallest four point out of the group so <laughs> that was a slight eye opener uh, to out-of-state hunting and that's kind of where it kicked off from there um, I think 17 we drew a Nevada tag um, that was a it was a really lucky draw there was actually nine people in our group I remember there was 14 non-resident tags and we drew we shouldn't have drawn that basically and we drew it yeah. uh, Nevada is kind of like one of those draw systems it's just where your number gets pulled you maybe you might only have a couple you know names or numbers in the hat and if you get pulled early it is what it is. If there's enough tags there, you're going to get it. So we, we got extremely lucky, uh, drew an awesome hunt. And uh, I uh, ended up, uh, that was actually one of the bucks that I've lost. And that was one of the, probably the hardest things for me to go through. Like at 17, it was a by far 26, 28 inch. But at 17, that's a huge buck. Yeah. And I ended up crippling it, that buck. And it's a huge buck now. Definitely. Yeah. You know, it, it is now, yeah. I mean, I, I For see, me, I mean. I get to see the mounts, you know, in my dad's and uncle's house. And it's just, a, it's a whole nother level. But, yeah. you know, they were hunting yeah. when I was growing up. So things are a little bit different now. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was the, the first buck I lost. So that was tough. We tracked that thing for three miles till it ran out of snow and... Yeah, that was, that's a hard one to still think about today, but yeah, um, but yeah. I mean, I between locally hunting and out of state hunting, I, that's kind of how I all started. Nice, yeah. yeah. Corey, I pretty up. much started doing <laughs> drinking beers, drinking beers. And, <laughs> no, it just really was fishing. Started out fishing with friends when I was younger, um, and then kind of went to refuges and. You know, did the whole 
number game and sit out there and oh the waterfowl thing yeah just yeah. getting peppered by people half the time and fighting <laughs> over spots and Dude, every every time well not every time but yeah yeah i that kind of got old real fast and you yeah. know sat with a couple different people you know on their their blinds of their rice fields which is completely different but yeah that whole game and then you know getting into turkey and then as i got older getting into archery was like a completely different thing and then with archery it kind of comes hand in hand with trying to get into big game yeah so i started shooting more and more you know with friends and then i moved out to kansas for a while and then i had some uh friends that would take me out hunting there i never got to actually get any game but i got to see it firsthand kind of yeah. growing up through the process and then coming here meeting look hooking up with these guys you know i'm kind of getting into that big game yeah thing now and it's been an adventure so far so yeah, learning all the uh the tips and tricks and yeah it's been a learning experience so far especially you know hooking up with good good guys that these are you know yeah so it's been a pretty good adventure and then building a business at the same time yeah hell yeah but that's pretty much that's pretty much the gist of it and there was years in there i didn't even try to hunt at all because i was doing like a music thing oh that's right you were doing like so. a, what so what, what should we go down that or yeah, no? yeah let's, let's go into just a little <laughs> bit little what was bit. the deal with that dude are you a rock star or what no i i played music in a i know you knew all about these microphones when you showed up you're like dude is that a totally is that, what is out. that <laughs> well i yeah I, I traveled for a while there off and on for a few different years kind oh, of really most of the states in in the states oh that's cool and then um, kind of realized that was a really, really tough road to go down. Yeah. What kind of music? <laughs> it's death metal. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell you by, can tell his by hair. your hair. Exactly. <laughs> the fun bun gives it away every time. <laughs> the fun bun. I've always been kind of a hillbilly metalhead, yeah. so it just kind of, you know. It works. That's just kind of <laughs> That's cool, what man. happens. But I, I got sick of it pretty fast because... Yeah. As I got older. Just kind of grew out of it. Having kids and getting married and going down career paths and Yeah. That's funny, dude. Like I like I know, like I was telling you about the dude Andy Mokel that uh, that does the Legion podcast. Mm-hmm. Flip-flop guy. He mm-hmm. uh he reminds me of like a rock star cause, like <laughs> <laughs> he so you were talking about being on the road and like doing doing shows and stuff like he it just made me think of him because he he does this like podcasting, but he'll like go to Montana and Utah and like do this loop and like and like set up all these interviews and like he's just on the road, dude, like a nomad, like a rock star. Dude, so I, awesome. I just think I think of him as like a like a rock star <laughs> That's, podcast. It's definitely a nomad <laughs> lifestyle. I mean that with music. I mean same thing. You're just night after night living in vans and just, yeah. you're just like a nomad lifestyle and it's it's really cool you get to see a lot of cool country cool and meet cool yeah. people oh yeah but i mean back to hunting yeah it's uh it's just been a process of learning gaining knowledge and yeah for sure getting into this i can relate kind of to a, that a full scale yeah instead of half-assing going out drinking a beer and oh, i didn't see anything kind of mentality yeah. yeah which is kind of how it was my whole <laughs> younger childhood you know? yeah hell yeah Right, and that and that's kind of like what brings uh, ATAR hunts like us together mm-hmm. is um, our whole group. We have different perspectives. There's four of us involved, so we're missing my brother yeah. Kyle is actually part yeah, of the yeah. group as well. 
Um, so he, he's actually 13 years younger than me. Oh, okay. So he's 21. Hope I got that right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, I guess what I'm getting at is we, we got so much different perspectives and that's oh, what yeah. we're bringing. We want to bring to our videos for yeah. people to see. We have different experience, uh, different hunting backgrounds. You're going to see different struggles and learning processes at the same time. And Oh, yeah. Which is cool because you're going to see what you do to fix those problems when you're hunting or filming, whatever the scenario might be. Yeah. Like you're, any videos that we have out or going to be putting out, you're going to see, <laughs> you're going to see flaws. You're going to see issues. Oh, yeah. Because we're all learning at the same time. You're going to, you know, yeah. that's just the process. Yeah, we're no pros here. So, no. I mean... Anyone that's tried to film hunts knows yeah. uh, the difficulties, and I, this is new to me. Like I've, I can I've imagine, been at, dude. Like I've used my camera. I mean, I bought my camera like a few months ago, and I'm like, I'll like video like just random things, and then I'll try to like mess with it on the computer, and I'm like, dude, this is like a lot of work, dude. Right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, the it's process not, is yeah. is very extensive, and just the the part of trying to film the animals and hunt at the same time, yeah. and wow, know you're dude. trying to like capture that footage people want to see make sure your dude, picture so frame hard. everything's like so i try to try to get it. danny in the picture when he's pulling his bow back on a buck uh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i mean not let's yeah. throw anything out there but well that that's the big thing that you have to realize whoever's filming at that moment they're not they need to make sure and have their eyes on the lens not looking down in real yeah, life what's you, happening because yeah, you, you need to know what's like drifting off like. exactly <laughs> yeah like, if i were let's say i was with Corey or something normally i'd be like trying to get a range or something and now it's like if i'm up with somebody it's got to be all about all about getting the shot and yeah. you can't be looking down your binos or exactly. nothing like that yeah it's one of those weird things too like you almost feel like you're not enjoying the moment because you're just like staring at the screen like that's weird yeah <laughs> it's definitely weird like, dude, it's, it, it was a, fun a weird time, thing but i feel like i wasn't like like involved i was just like watching the screen right <laughs> just like the if you guys watched the arizona archer episode that we had i had a buck come into a water hole within 10 yards of me and I, i'm sitting there underneath i just got some just some little juniper branches over my head i'm in the open bows in front of me sitting there ready to pull back but my whole focus was getting film yeah and i mean i thought about it like i knew in my mind that's not the buck i was going to take even though it was like my probably my last opportunity i already knew i was okay with you know not filling my tag just because I was chasing that bigger buck. But like you're saying, my whole focus was just trying to get good film and you, you almost can't even enjoy it. Like in yeah. the moment yourself, like mm. as a hunter, it's just different. Yeah. I almost feel like I don't, I'm, I'm even newer than you guys are into even thinking about a camera, but like I took my camera on a couple like duck hunts in the Bay this season and like on a bear hunt, we didn't get a bear, but, but like even the duck hunt, like, it would almost have been better if I would have just left my gun at home and just brought the camera so that the guys that are hunting can enjoy their hunt and I could just like enjoy trying to get good footage. <laughs> right. Like exactly. it's impossible to try to hunt and and get footage at the same time. Like I didn't get anything. Like I missed a couple of ducks probably because I was holding a camera and then I freaking didn't, you know, get the footage I wanted because I was picking up my gun and it was just it's, it's like tough. one or the other, like almost, you got to figure kinda. out what you're doing in that moment. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah, you could definitely fall short on whatever you're trying to accomplish. If yeah. you mind somewhere else. Yep. I feel like honestly, like that part of it, I think would be easier like with big game because like typically with big game, it's like whoever spots it. I mean, I don't know what your guys' rule is, but like my thoughts are like whoever spots it, that's it's their stock. And then, and then you could probably take turns probably after that. But like, 
typically whoever spots it gets gets the stock or the shot or whatever. So the other person is automatically filming or or whatever. You right. Know, you know. Right. What I mean? And we had. I mean, a, you can want to explain our system we had yeah. in Arizona at least. We uh, had. I think the first person to spot they went on a stock, but after that we kept the order going. Right. So no matter who spotted the next deer uh we just knew you know he's in line he's in line he's in yeah. Line. yeah that way it, it kind of eliminates the competition of like okay everybody get up to this glass and spot set up your stuff and yeah get your glass a on the race hillside. i see yeah, yeah. it made we it it made it way more enjoyable way i think as enjoyable. a group yeah because we all knew we were in it didn't matter i i think the first trip so we did two trips in arizona so you can hunt the calendar year january through december depending on their hunt times right for yeah. archery or rifle for over the counter so we went in january and that time we were like we're gonna rotate but if you spot the monster buck it's yours yeah like mm -hmm. oh, i okay. think it was four pointer better than you got to call it like if you wanted to take it or not but and it kind of got convoluted yeah. it was just by the time we went back in december it was like it doesn't matter yeah it, you could spot the biggest buck if it's your turn it's your turn yeah and it 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 worked. It out actually really worked well. really well. I think so. I yeah. thought it was better. Me too. So I, I, I wasn't I'm worried to do about that it. again. I mean, that last stock you went on, where you're going up that ridge. I mean, I was, we were sitting there filming and spotting for you, and I was, my heart was pumping. I, I was oh, just yeah. as pumped if I was out there where you were. I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's oh, exciting. Yeah. So that that particular stock, I got within 50 yards, and I got pinned behind a a big juniper tree, and he had two does on each side of him in the open, bedded down. And I, I'm sitting there with my binoculars, kind of fiddling around with them. I'm like, yeah, he's 50 yards, but no shot. Yeah. And I'm, there's no way I can't go left. I can't go right. That doe's going to bust. And we didn't put any of this footage in the video, but I ended up trying to pull back, step out right. They busted, ran up the hill. So then I, I ended up running up there. I did get a shot on the buck. So, <laughs> yeah, you, if you watch the video, you'll see what happens. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, it's rough, dude. Especially those desert muleys. They're uh, if they have any deer around them, they're just the most wily deer that I've ever seen. Really? Oh yeah. They're they're winding Corey like on the first stock that we tried to film. They winded him from like five six hundred yards away. Like yeah. right when he got down, it's just like if you get a wind swirl. I was you... pretty sweaty, mind you, though. I mean, you always you stink. Know, I'm always but... kind of sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> it's that hair, dude. It's, that, it's, oh, it's that it's that winter coat I got on me. <laughs> that extra weight. Oh, I will funny. I will say it. It is one of the harder hunts to to seal the deal for sure. Uh, I've been down there three different times now. Mm -hmm. I've had opportunities every time, but I've passed the smaller bucks, and I've always had something just kind of go wrong, just not quite right on the bigger bucks. Um, it's a real eye opener for hunting California, actually, because it's a when I went out there, it was a completely different style than what I had done previously, like not even remotely close. Like in Arizona, we're sitting peaks and we're glassing for half a day minimum at a spot. Uh, and it's like, if you sit at a spot long enough over there, you're going to see something. Like it's I mean, just you're glassing a, a mile or two away at times too, but more like we, yeah. far me, as you can see. Yeah, yeah. Three miles, me and Corey spotted a monster, like 30 inch buck. Yeah, and you're it's putting stocks on it that At yard. that point, it's just like <laughs> Hail Mary. Like, fuck, might as well just take a walk, take a little walkabout and see what, what you can turn up. But uh, yeah, the, the parallels between there and here are starting to get a little closer. Like, I, I think I could take some of those tactics and bring them back here and be a better mm -hmm. hunter, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. And I've noticed just 
I mean, as we get more and more trips together, I mean, definitely more and more like a unit knowing yeah. how, how and what to say and what, when, and where to do things, you know, it's like, yeah. it's, it's really cool. Like mm-hmm. coming together as a group like that, Yeah, having the, the support to know like, Hey, if you're out, like, you know, they're going to be yeah looking for cool. you and freaking calling you where you need to go. And it's, it's definitely. Really yeah, Cause you guys cool. were communicating too through like, uh, yeah. Radios radio, over there. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had the radios. That's, that's the way it is. That's the way you got to do it basically. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, some people, you know, say that's not right or whatnot, but it, there's pretty much no other way unless you're sitting water in Arizona. It's, exactly. Especially you can spot a buck a mile away, go hike a half mile, and you'll never see it again. Yeah, because you don't know where you're at, dude. You're in junipers the whole time. Like, every single juniper looks like the last juniper. Yeah. It's, like, I, I was even on Onyx on that monster that me and Corey spotted three miles away or whatever. I, uh, I picked a spot on Onyx where I was like, okay, this is, this is the train. That's that hillside. That's that hillside. There's a landmark. There's a landmark. And I, I dropped my pin on Onyx walked to that sucker, got the wind right and came up over the hill where I thought these deer were going to be. And I was only like halfway. He was calling me. Hey, do you see me? (laughs) I'm looking out. I'm like, nah, uh, uh, it looked way right. I started panning way out to the right. I'm like, oh, nah. (laughs) <laughs> you're about halfway bro <laughs> yeah and that was the first morning we were there like we didn't really have a reference for how far it really yeah, the was depth perception is I was weird like, huh? like, oh, that yeah, open that, country man 1500 <laughs> yards away turns out it's three miles it's like, yeah dang okay we need to rethink this spot yeah. <laughs> yeah that was for me a few years ago when i shot the buck i shot a couple few years ago like in x3b uh there was this one buck i, I saw and i was stocked in on it dude and like just the depth perception was so weird because it was it was far. Like I don't I don't even know how far it was, but <laughs> it was just way further than I thought it was, dude. And it took me like hours to get over there. Oh yeah. And by the time I got there, the buck was gone, and it was, <laughs> it was just it was funny because like in my head it was closer, so I was like going slow. <laughs> I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm so far away from this thing, dude. You're already this taking your shoes off your mile out. You know? so that's, like, damn yeah. it. That's a, that was the benefit of being in Arizona and being able to use radios is mm-hmm. I would, uh, one of the stocks that I went on, they it was like perfect scenario. This thing was like a mile and a half out, would you guys say? And uh, so I would made a huge circle and every once in a while they could see me. So I was just hauling ass basically, just going to where I needed to go. Then they told me when, okay, all right, now you're going to have to, you know, take off the one you had to drop down on. Be quiet. Yeah. 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 But which that probably could have worked out if that one bush wasn't in the way. That was a really good sock. My heart was pounding on that one too. Yeah. I could have had a shot on that thing at 80 yards and I, I practice a lot, right? Like I'm, I've got a hundred yard range in my house. Like I'm constantly sending arrows at a hundred, right? Like 80 yards. I, I have a very high confidence that I can put an arrow in a pie plate, you know? And so I was, I could have just stayed there and waited for him to stand up or whatever, but Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to increase my odds as much as I can. So I stalked in a little closer and I actually had a radio malfunction. I don't know what button I pushed, but this sucker sent out an SOS signal over my headphones. And so I, I, it was screaming in my ear and I like, struggled to turn it off and as soon as i turned it off he was like perked up and this was still when i was at 80. and so he was perked up and i was kind of tucked back behind the bush let him calm down and then i made my way down to about 52 
and then it the wind swirled something happened and i he was already alerted so he had just bounced out like as soon as he knew anything was up he was out of there yeah but it'd be tough without somebody up there spotting for you in the ridge it's like that one where i was up you know stalking that one then we lost him and then you guys were repositioning mm -hmm. up the ridge mm -hmm. higher and i ended up spotting that big buck sitting by himself bedded i think it was like 80 yards 150 yards wherever it was and i ended up putting the stock on by myself because they they couldn't see it the whole time yeah we could see you but we and could not pick everything pick looks exactly the same like you were saying earlier like yeah. so i'm like okay I, I roughly know i need to basically go in this direction when i got down there you know i started taking off my shoes you're going through cactus and all this and you're sneaking the wind was in my favor i'm like okay i'm gonna keep going keep going after a while i'm like like he's gone like there's no they don't have eyes on him and so i kind of put my guard down for literally probably a minute i put my guard down i came around a freaking bush sure enough right when i popped out he was like 30 yards away spotted me boom jumped out i was like oh my god i was so bummed he had no idea i was there uh, uh, you're just kicking yourself after that huh yeah. like, that, that one crushed me because i was in such a good spot the wind was just blowing straight at me I was so bummed on that one, but so rough, that that hunt is. I lost where I was. I could, yeah. I literally could not tell. Yeah, but I'm like nothing looks you know identical once you come down different ridges and stuff. Nothing looks like what yeah, where you crazy. were at originally. Yeah. And that's I feel super like that's tough. how it is in every area that I'm in. I'm like, you look at an area and you're like, oh, I can go right down there. And there's all kinds of freaking dips and valleys and stuff before you even get there. And you're oh, like, yeah. oh, there could be hella deer in here. I couldn't even tell. I couldn't even <laughs> exactly. see from up there. <laughs> right. <laughs> The depth perception looks so different when you're at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But Arizona, I mean, that's what makes that hunt is we all get stocks and it's fun. Yeah. It, it's oh, you're on it's a, a bad day, day if you get a stock, but it's a good day if you get three or four. Like you're, you're couple on stocks gear day, yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. So, I got to go. It's, <laughs> if you haven't done it, <laughs> we, we highly recommend it. it. Mm -hmm. Granted, we had a little local knowledge that. Yeah helped us with some spots this last year but i've been down there before and just me literally talking to the the fishing game biologist down there they gave me some pointers the first year and my buddy missed two bucks two mule deer and i um had an opportunity at a probably a 22 inch four point at 20 yards i'm sitting there munching on my protein bar i just got into this water hole i, I literally just sat down munching my protein bar and i look over 20 yards from me is this buck looking at me. He already had me pinned. Oh, Don't have my bow ready. It, it, yeah, anyways, he took off. But yeah. it, it that hunt, uh, my point is, is you can do some research and you can find some bucks. They're, they're there. You just got to get out, put the time in. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy down there. You got to have your uh, your hiking legs, though, huh? Yeah. You're going to be doing a little bit of hoofing. It's not. It's not road hunting. Not driving around no. drinking beers. Or what? No, definitely not, dude. <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, we we were spotting deer up to three miles away, and then anything inside of that, it's fair game. Like we're going. Yeah, you're spotting. You're definitely stocking. It's a couple mile stocks for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's relatively flat. Yeah, it's no give or take. The, the elevation's no Trinity Alps. I don't, right? don't want to say yeah, elevation, but, but I mean it's 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 got a little bit elevation to it. I don't want to say the particular elevation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah hell yeah so the eight so the eight you guys started this group like what a year ago 
you guys got or yeah, yeah. so i've been i've been working kind of on this for the past several years i've been slowly buying you know equipment and it's yeah. pretty pricey so i've been kind of working in which you could start with your phone really these days the iphones are awesome uh, as far as like yeah. Yeah. Right. Equipment. like the first four three four videos that we put out that was all shot and edited on my iphone when you were down when you guys were down there before i made it down no, I'm, I'm talking about the first things oh. that we have up on our YouTube. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah those were all shot and edited on my phone. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I run 4K, but I'm still 1080. I mean, yeah. It's still yeah. good. Yeah, so but I basically I've been working on it, and I bought some higher-dollar cameras. We all got GoPros now. Mm-hmm. And um, we all basically we went and did this hunt. Arizona, January 2020 is when I took Bobby and Corey down there. And... Um, the three of us all did this hunt and i had all my camera gear with me and they're like are you for real and i'm like yeah i'm i'm filming like i don't know if you guys want to be a part of this but yeah i'm filming that's what i'm doing it was a very ricky bobby moment like i don't know what to do with my hands right now <laughs> just, just standing there in front of the camera the camera turns off and or on and everybody stops talking just like uh, yeah yep, we're in arizona and we're still figuring it out but we've definitely gotten a lot better since then and we we didn't put out any episodes from that no um that probably could have threw something together because we did chase some good bucks uh-huh. yeah, yeah we didn't yeah we filmed that whole time we didn't put any of that out and i have time. a lot of that footage still like uh that big four point that you were on Corey. you mm-hmm. went down and then your radio died and you were lost in the creek. I was oh, so mad. <laughs> dude, that was a good luck. Dude, and, then it, nice and, then it, and then you bumped it because you didn't know where it was. It, this thing was walking right to him, but he was going the wrong way. Yeah. And he didn't know it. <laughs> and then. That makes sense. Yeah. And then it, so it, it jumps, runs, only runs like 500 yards and beds right out, right out in the open. Yeah. And so I'm like, Bobby, dude, you want this buck? And it, this is a good buck. It, might, was, a, it was a 25 inch heavy four by four right maybe good eye guards thought it had some kickers like a kicker it's like a 160 high 160s 170 oh yeah buck. easily yeah. like it was a really nice buck and uh i'm like bobby go for it i'm on it and that sucker yeah anyways i is kind of like the last story the common theme here every juniper bush looks like the last one everything was yeah. the same so i like there was a line of four or five junipers and I'm I'm stalking down and being super quiet and uh the radios that we had, me and Danny, he could communicate to me, but I couldn't get anything back to him. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I was uh I was getting up to where I thought I was coming up to the shooter bush, like where I was just gonna pop out, nail this sucker about fifty yards and call it a day. And so I kinda throw up a little hand sign behind me, like, do I go this way or this way? And he uh I was talking about going around that side of the bush, but he thought I was talking about going to the bush behind it on the right or the bush behind it on the left or something like that. Uh, wires got crossed is my point. And the buck nailed me when I was trying to go around and yeah, blew like the best buck of my lifetime. That <laughs> really? would have been a, oh dude. <laughs> he was right there too. Right there. It would have been like a simple 50 yard shot. It would have been. We're getting some ground issues or what? Yeah, just a little bit of static. It's like off and on. So I don't even know what causes it, but weird. Is that if I if I hold my beer against the mic? Yeah, you gotta drink more beer, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that and that same January, uh, twenty twenty, I got on that one ninety inch buck. Oh, dude, that thing was massive. And we didn't put any of that Giant. footage out, and it was bigger bigger than the buck I missed this December. Easily, um, way bigger. Um, he might have been closer to two. 
But I think I'm just 200. I'm being conservative with the 190. Let's just throw it out there. He's a 230 buck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I'm being conservative with the 190. Super tall, super heavy, deep um, forks. Deep, deep forks. Uh, I might have the footage isn't great. That's why I haven't put it out. But it's kind of blurry. Yeah, there's there's some pictures where you can like, you can tell. Yeah, he's way out past his ears and body. Oh like, yeah, easily six inches on each side. He's yeah. just a giant. But uh, basically, um, I got within 100 yards, and I was stuck. I went down this line of junipers. I went all the way to the end, and there was nowhere else for me to go. There was this opening, and then another line of junipers, and the, the opening was approximately 100 yards, and the buck was on the, other, on the other line of junipers, working the edge, pushing some does. I had him at 100 yards, and I, I at that time, I had a bow um, – that I didn't feel comfortable. I was I had a pin out to 80. That was my max. And there, there's no way I'm a double stack pins on a buck at 100 yards. And yeah. that's why I changed bows. Got completely new setup. <laughs> started started target shooting with Bobby and Corey here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a, I got a bow now that I'll shoot 100 yards if if it's everything's perfect. Yeah. Um, I I don't recommend it. No. Um, no. But it takes but, a lot of practice. But to get practicing. It. Yeah. That's I've why been, we're, we're constantly, literally, like, we text every day to each other Yeah. about, oh, I did this, or I'm shooting this, or... Yeah. Right. I mean, the last, however long it's been, a year or whatever, it's, like, every day. Right. Texting, every day. We're talking about... We're talking arrow setups. We're arrow, paper setup. tuning. Right. Yeah. 100%. Shaft tuning, or bare shaft tuning and everything. Yep. Yeah. And I just did... So, I, I had my practice broadheads where I was hitting the vitals on my target at 100 yards consistently. Mm-hmm. So this year when I went down, I'm like, if I get presented with that same shot on that same 190 inch buck, maybe at least I have the opportunity where I could take that buck. And that's why I got all set up this year. Yep. And that's, but, yeah. Then I'm, I'm excited for this year. Cause I, f- I feel like my shooting's really going to do good this year. Yeah. I, I made it, I'm making it a, like a goal to really, really kick ass. Yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. Bad language, uh, but <laughs> <we're good. laughs> No, I'm I'm really making especially that like that high Sierra shoot that's coming up. Yeah, um, team whiskey. The team, team whiskey. whiskey shoot. Yeah, yeah, team yeah, whiskey. Yeah. Um, I'll be up there. I'm I'm gonna make that one a goal to really really try to shoot good on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be fun. And then your your guys are doing that too, right? You have a group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a group. Um, yeah, so we're going. At, well, we're still waiting to get like confirmation back, but we're trying for the Saturday. Same here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's we're what we put for in for. Yeah, yeah, we got it. In well, bef- after the pre registration sold out, so yeah, I have we a feeling too. we're gonna be in yeah. Sunday. We did the same thing, yeah. I'm yeah. hoping for Saturday, yeah, but. me too. But I took off Friday and Monday, so I'm, I'm partying, gl- partying in Tahoe for the weekend. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. we're doing that. I, I did a total archery challenge, um, that's two years ago, was that 18? Right. Maybe 2018. I don't know. Nice. It was in Utah, yeah, Park okay. City. Yeah. This year I went actually with uh, your brother to Moab. Oh yeah. So it was okay. that, whatever year that was. Yeah, yeah. I ended up. I did the the Moab trip. We did some wheeling, and then I ended up going up to Park City to Total Archer Challenge. Okay, I remember him saying that. Yeah. That I've. Uh, no, it, it would have been nineteen because I remember. I think I, think I wanted you guys to to mm-hmm. go. Yeah. So. Um, that was a big eye opener too for that type of shoot. Um, I ended up doing the. The knock-on course, uh huh, yeah. And it was that's some pretty tough, tough hiking stuff. Like really? I was thinking about it when we we're some of the stuff we were going through. There was just no trail. It was just the side of a cliff, and there's some bushes you're going through. And I was like, man, if somebody did this like 
bringing their kid along or their family. Yeah. They, I'm bringing my wife and two no. of her friends. Dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Serious. No, I, I think I slipped a couple of times. I saw a bunch of people, you know, tripping off rocks and sliding. I was like, man. But yeah. Anyways. What do, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I would say it, it was just, a, it was a long journey. I mean, luckily I was doing the Moab thing, but if I wasn't doing that to go all the way there, I mean, I'm glad the, uh, the shoot here in Tahoe. Yeah. For the whiskey shoot i mean that's i'm glad because it's going to be I, I hear it's going to be cool so yeah it should be good hopefully the hopefully the vendors and stuff are all allowed to come and do their thing like if covid doesn't mess it up again last year there was like just i think the team whiskey booth and like uh built built for the hunt or built to hunt yeah i can't remember hunting pool no it's the uh fitness or the uh dude i don't know i'm drawing a blank Built for the hunt. Okay, so it's uh, different. I think they make supplements, or they sell supplements mm. and stuff. Okay. Yeah. They were, they, so there was just two booths, but it was because COVID. Like, they couldn't yeah. let, like, no one, it was hard to get everybody on board, and, like, it was all up in the air, and everybody was just like, well, you know, if it's not for sure, I'm not going to, whatever. So this year, hopefully, hopefully it's like, you know. Yeah. I, th- I think I think Newsom. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Well, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna like let everything slide because he wants to get reelected. You know, one hundred percent. That's every politician's job is to get reelected. So I think he's. I think he's uh, he's getting heat right now, and I think he's gonna let everything just start. I think the the drop of the the bear Senate bill might have something to do with that. Just throwing that out there. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was getting a lot more heat all of a sudden. Yeah. So we'll see. But um, if he kind of releases some of the the restrictions on COVID, then they'll be allowed to have more vendors and stuff. Yeah, so definitely. they'll be, because they want to do like a whole beer garden and like a bunch of vendors down at the bottom. And mm-hmm. I was actually messaging with those guys last year, the team whiskey. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was super into it. Going to go. And then, uh, all the restrictions hit and they had to postpone it. And yeah, I just did, didn't end up following up with it, but yeah, that COVID, that dang COVID got yeah. me. Yeah. It was still fun. I had a good time. Like I know, do you know which do you know what do you know which course you guys registered for? Oh, the whiskey one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's supposed to be the harder, yeah, harder hiking one. Yeah, that's what that's the one that we did too. Yeah, that's that's where we're that's going. The one. <laughs> Give me the challenge. <laughs> we want the challenge. Hell yeah! I want to be huffing and puffing when I'm going to shoot. Yeah. Anyhow, so right now I'm going down. You were talking about the arrows and oh. how we're communicating. I'm going down the rabbit hole right now. Yeah, that's, I've been that's good. Bear arrow. Figuring out the the rotation. Oh, that's yeah. right. You were paper tuning bear oh, shaft. Yeah, huh? yeah paper tuning bear shaft last night. Yeah. Mine rotates counterclockwise. Just I so you know, that. I was gonna check that out next. And I, I went to wraps, and I think I'm gonna go away from them just because. Yeah. yeah. It's just added weight, but it's also easier to reflex. And I've never see. ran wraps. I've never, I never have. I mean, they're it's cool. To, they look cool, like and then you can see, see if you hit something. Besides bobbies that I shoot and lose all the time. Yeah, that's kind of why I ordered these white ones because like. Just to help with, like, I mean, if I ever shoot anything, <laughs> well, hopefully I'll be able to see some blood on there. Definitely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Instead of just dirt. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you'll, you'll hopefully see some blood on there this year. Yeah. But, so yeah. I'm, my setup right now, um, I just did a bunch of stuff to it. God, what a deal. Well, I had to, I had to reset in because I, I had an issue with the arrows I was running. I was running uh, Gold Tip uh, Kinetic Chaoses. Yeah. And they come with like these inserts and outsert weights and the glue that I'm not going to say that the shop I had them built at, but they all pulled out when I would shoot a target. What I mean, and not even just bags, I mean, just like foam targets, 3d targets. 
I was losing everything when really? I would take them out of the targets. Huh. So I'd be losing the practice tip, the insert, outsert weight, everything. So there was a little short time span that I had to, I had to borrow some, you know, Bobby uh, arrows, yeah. which <laughs> nobody likes to do because they're just different. He's like, ah, oh, they're probably about the same, but no, they weren't. Yeah. So I had to go through the whole process of resigning back in, changing all my pins and just the whole feel of them, the way they flew, everything, you know, which everybody knows. Yeah. And then finally got my, my arrows fixed. And then my third axis was off on my side. I think I bumped it or threw it maybe when we were in Arizona. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> it's rough going down there. But so I got that all dialed back in. I got my arrows back. I'm running a, a switch from, I initially started, you know, everybody starts pretty much with like wrist strap releases. Yeah. So I originally, you know, started with that. And then I started going to a thumb release, which, I mean, they're cool. I dug it, but I still, I felt like I was um, sitting there punching it every once in a while. Yeah. And when you're, when you go from that, that point of when you're just shooting or like, oh, I could hit some spots sometimes or target, you know, again, groups, whatever. When you're trying to jump to the next level, you're really trying to get good groupings. I mean, you're shooting out to a hundred yards. Yeah. You got to start going down rabbit holes. Yeah. So I just, I switched to a hinge release, which is, this is my first one. So well, I haven't punched myself in the face yet. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited on that one. You know, that's yeah. uh, anybody that shoots those probably knows that feeling where, and every time you pull back, if you're not in that right angle or you hear the click, I have a, a click set up on my right now. And which is the worst when you click on the draw and you're like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah i'm going down that path right now you know i switched you know back to the arrows um i ended up running a side stabilizer and i've been playing okay. with the angle of that for the way i naturally just sit there and hold the bow yeah so i'm not fighting it just a real natural feel moving that that left stabilizer in yeah. and out finding that sweet spot yeah but i feel like my shooting is just, this year is gonna be right definitely definitely top notch good just yeah, you um kind of talking about your gear like that it makes me think of that's like another perspective we bring to the table is right now we don't have any sponsors um we're we're self-sponsored yeah. and <laughs> super, uh, super self-sponsored so what what that what that does is we all run our own gear so we all have our own gear that we like. We have our own camo that we like. Oh yeah. We run our own equipment. I have my bow. Yeah, I'm running. We all have separate bows. I'm running a Hoyt RX3, by the way, and yep. uh, a Fast Eddie XL Spot Hog sight. Yep, and I run the PSE NXT 33, the Evo. Uh, I just bought it last year, and I, I love that bow. I mean, I've never shot a bow comparable to that, so mm. that's probably why I love it. But yeah, uh, that's a nice bow. Great shooting bow. It seems pretty forgiving. And I also got the black gold side on it. And it's, I mean, I could dial it down to when I'm just shooting for fun, I can dial it up to, I think earlier I was getting 130, 140 out of it. Yeah, something like something Before crazy. it was hitting my fletchings. Mm -hmm. but and, it, and it's not <laughs> yeah. even known to be a super fast bow, but yeah. I got it maxed out at 71, 72 pounds, mm -hmm. and I'm getting close to 300 feet per second out of it. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. So I'm, nice I'm running setup. a Hoyt Helix, a couple years old, but... Uh, that sucker is a tack driver, dude. And like I, I try to talk myself into buying a new bow this year, but it hits behind the pin. So yeah. that's all I can ask. But uh, I'm running a, an Excel AccuTouch Carbon Pro site, and that thing is awesome. I love it. Yeah. And uh, I actually, you guys are all like running everything separate, not even the same sites or anything. No. Yeah. <laughs> wait, that's the cool thing is because like 
if was, Danny had like I'm, I just bought new stabilizers, but if I want, I want to test them up against what Danny has because I actually I told Danny like, hey dude, these are pretty cool just because I wanted them. <laughs> and I was yeah. just like, why don't you buy these and try them out, and then uh, maybe I can try them out too. Yeah, but uh, no, I just ordered up some cutter stabilizers, so yeah. I I have been running the option quivalizer for a little bit. Oh, the quivalizer, yeah, that thing, <laughs> yeah. It's just like a wind sail. I don't know. I I'm just <laughs> looking to try something a little a little different. So yeah, that's what's cool about three different guys though. Like, cause we're and we're all like, we'll geek out on tech stuff with bows too, which is another really cool thing. Cause sometimes I'm I'm kind of on the back burner. I look at our our text thread, you know, between the three or four of us actually, Kyle's not here, but um, there'll be like twenty texts. Yeah. And I have no idea what's going on. And it would just be like literally 18 of those texts were like just super geeky. Oh, yeah. Like an in-depth <laughs> conversation about you know, like uh, what vein should I try to run this time? What degree offset? What yeah. You know, yeah. So it's, a, it's a fun rabbit hole to go down. But no, yeah, it yeah. really is. I mean, and if, if I could still watch YouTube, I mean, I'd totally watch YouTube videos. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shadow band Corey over yeah. here. <laughs> no, funny. so it, it's really great, actually. I mean, just taking that level to the next step, you know, in shooting and just having people to feed off of it. And even like this right now, just hooking up with people with like-minded in the community. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. just so awesome to be able to have that, you know, opportunity. Hell yeah. Yeah, I know. I seem I kind of learn a lot from it from you, from guys like you guys or whatever. Like, it's making me want to start working on my bow. <laughs> Let's get it done, dude. I know. Get it done. Bring it out to the old. Walker I just bought ranch. a Bitsen burger a few, couple few weeks ago. I haven't even uh-huh. taken it out of the box yet. That's what I use. That's what I use. Yeah. So I'm waiting. I just purchased the Vane Master Pro. Okay. Um, waiting for it to come in because that's not going to be one of our next videos that we're going to do. Is I'm going to show me basically doing the bare shaft tuning, yeah. knock tuning, and then putting these uh, new fletchings on. I got the AAE Max, Max Stealth, Stealth, and oh, yeah. that was recommended by Bobby. So if I have any archery questions, that's I, just what go, I go right to Bobby or Corey. Cause <laughs> it's funny. Cause that's I what got, I'm running right I now. I love those different things. stuff than all these guys, but I'm just like, I want to see how this works. So you yeah, Bobby's it. evil ways. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I really like those Max Stealths. Um, I'm running a four-fletch right now on my, my arrows, and I was kind of hesitant. I was like, man, they seem heavy, and I, I had them weighed them out. I think I'm running 492, I think mm-hmm. is what the grains are, and I was like, ah, oh, it seems heavy, but, man, I wouldn't. I don't think it would change anything. That's a sweet spot, dude. Yeah, I'm, I running, I'm right at or right over 500. Yeah, and that's like which is crazy because I, I was just saying a little bit ago about mm-hmm. I had to take your arrows for a little bit and mm-hmm. they shoot so different. It's weird. It's it, I think it, it was be, my forty or fifty and sixty pen were just so different. Could be the FOC. Could be yeah. I don't know different veins. Could right. Be, could be anything. Right. Well, I, mean, I, I know your uh, your arrow length's way shorter than mine too. Yeah, I'm I noticed that about you because well I, I shoot a thirty inch draw length, which I think you're. I thought you shot twenty nine. No, thirty. Anyways, yeah, my arrows are cut at like twenty seven and I would a half. Say they're super short. Knock to carbon, knock to the end of the carbon. Because I know when I was running my broadhead. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those double discount checks where I'm like, "Hey, finger, don't go there." Yeah, don't <laughs> put your finger up over that right. That little. When uh, you're shooting a small arrow like that, keep and keep that in mind if you ever use a buddy's arrow or something like that, because it, it it was in the danger zone. Oh yeah, where it was with with the broadhead for sure. Yeah, that where, sucker is like <laughs> sitting maybe like a quarter inch off my rest. Like it's yeah as short as it can make it. 
So I was not a fan of that, but. No. So what uh what do we have coming up this year for plans? For myself, I'm doing something a little different this year as far as uh, one of my archery hunts goes. I'm going to go up to Oregon with one of my cousins. He goes up mm. uh, and does an archery mule deer, which is a hair tag. So you can buck, or I mean a bull or a cow, either okay. one. So yeah, anything that's up, you can you can take. And then uh, either sex elk. Either sex elk. And you can also get a, I guess it just turned to a draw this year, but that's an archery hunt also during the same season. And so hopefully I draw a buck tag also, but if not, then I'm going to go up there. I've got roughly nine days off, so maybe I'll get to hunt at least half of that. Nice. Go up to Oregon for my first time and uh, see if I can get it done. And besides that, um, I got a couple of local spots that I'm going to try for some deer. And uh, one of them's kind of down near a river. Others, we just uh, a river, a river, <laughs> just a river, undisclosed location. A California, a river. river in California called Nunya Business. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, I just moved up to a pretty decent area up in the D zones, so I'm gonna try to learn that a little bit better. I think we're gonna hunt my property this year. We might try to hunt I- your property. I mean, we I moved there last year and Let there, me know when, dude. There's about yeah. <laughs> Come on. There's about four to five bucks there constantly. Yeah. And I didn't pull the trigger well, on one last year. Hey, what? How so that, is that like a last weekend D zone hunt? You know, I, I sat that out there one the day with my son. Like, let's just get it over with. I just I don't know. I, I think I'd have a hard time doing it because I really I like the whole struggle and fight and you get out there enough, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, experience I, huh well I, th- I think with now that my my uh both my neighbors actually that are adjacent to me and behind me they're like cool yeah whatever get out there so there's like that's cool there's like a 10 acre 10 acre i think it's like a five and then backs up to like a 30 acres so yeah uh, there's no fences in between so those that's, so that's yeah. enough acreage for archery for sure Definitely. yeah yeah, yeah. I think we got to try that. Even just mm-hmm. if we just make a barbecue weekend or something like that. Would be oh, yeah. Really yeah. Cool. Dude, well, you yeah, got to do let a me know camp when. out weekend. Yeah. So I, I want to get <laughs> you and your brother up there for a camp out weekend, dude. Dude, I'm down. Let's I do got I'll bring the trailer. That's what I'm saying. And then yeah, Seth's going to get his uh, little camper shell on his Oh, trailer. yeah. His little. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> little bug out rig. <laughs> yeah. But besides, uh, besides all that, I'm going to be doing, uh, I'll probably get a B's on tag. Probably a B and an AO. AO tag. And then uh, I think I'm actually doing the same thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get an AO for sure. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the way to go, especially. Uh, anyways, but after that, uh, for super late season, I think we're all gonna try to go out to uh, Colorado for an elk hunt. Right. Yeah, and uh, I think we're gonna do uh, the third season rifle is kind of what we're planning on. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, an over the counter thing? There is uh, over the counter, and we may draw. We do have points, but. We haven't decided. We're kind of researching that yet right mm-hmm. now. Um, I just put in for that time off uh, today, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, I have, it's, it's November off. I <laughs> yeah. got the whole thing. Bobby took the whole month off. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I we're definitely planning on it. Uh, we're, yeah, researching it with Go Hunt right now. And I've been over there. I've, I think I've taken seven um, over-the-counter bulls over there. So, I got a pretty good idea what I want to do. But it's going to be the first trip for you guys. Yeah, first trip yeah, for me. First trip for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think I know. I know we'll get some opportunities 
Absolutely. And then uh, I don't know if a lot of people know, but uh, this year Colorado's pushing all their uh, dates back a week. So that could be a big advantage. So <laughs> push it back yeah. into the more prime time. Right. Because yeah. a lot of that third season is all about the migration. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to look at Danny's face for a minute in case that was just a subliminal message to tell people not to go there for a week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a little tip I'm just kind of throwing <laughs> out there. By the way, so, put in for second season. Yeah. <laughs> well, so so is it going to be harder to draw those? Like, There's two, ways to, there's two ways to look at this. And uh, I, I mean, I'm kind of kicking this out there. I mean, I've been looking at this for myself. Um, usually second season's easier to draw, right? It's yeah. just not as wanted as a hunt. But with Colorado pushing all the seasons back a week, if you're kind of in that six to eight point range and you can't quite draw a good third season hunt, just kind of throwing this out there, this is the year probably to draw that second season hunt because it's going to hunt like a third season but it's going to be easier to draw. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it's just kind of throwing that out there for the listeners, but uh, not really wanting to give up my tactics. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I know I'm not the only one thinking like we'll this. We'll talk about that next time we come here, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see kind of what happens. We're kind of still kicking ideas around what we're drawing for. I wrote down some of the stuff that is a possibility this year for us. Um, we obviously, do. we're local California, so I'm going to do my local hunts. Mm-hmm. But we got Oregon. Uh, Oregon elk archery that Bobby just talked about. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to get up there. I don't know if I'm gonna make it up with Bobby or um, I know my brother and another buddy's gonna go, so I might go up there also and try to do some filming if I make it. And then uh, Utah uh, is right around the corner, so everyone needs to be if they're getting their uh, Utah drawn. It's due I think the fourth coming up, March fourth. Yeah, I can't and, remember. Uh, top of my head. Mm. So just that's one of those. Uh, states that you can they give a a random draw basically so if you um you can put them for some hard hunts and if you get really lucky maybe i might get one of those coveted tags and uh head over there Mm -hmm. so we're just kind of i'm just keeping that option open i got obviously colorado and then arizona on the list for that's right we decided to do in 2022 so we're gonna head back down in 2022 january Mm -hmm. for a film and the reason why we're doing that, um, just for everyone to know, is Arizona offers their tags for the calendar year. Yeah. So goes their tag runs from January to December. And I, I know I mentioned it earlier, but basically it, it depends on their seasons for the over-the-counter per their units or zones. And uh, the, if we go down there in January, don't fill our tag, it gives us the option to go back in December and on use that same, same tag. Yeah. And have a potential to basically hunt twice on the same tag, so mm-hmm. that's is, why we do that. Which is awesome. I mean, so. being an out of state, <laughs> yeah, hunter man, nothing's cheap. Exactly. Well, especially yeah. us California hunters, we don't get to hunt anything in the rut unless we get like a premium, premium tag. So, yeah, going over to Arizona and having these mule deer just chasing does all day—it's yeah. a completely oh, different yeah. story. It's right. it's unreal. Right. But then you talk to guys hunting a zone, and they like apparently the. And I guess those bucks rut like in like September and October, like yeah, yeah, which is weird to me. Right. <laughs> I'm just so used to going up the hill, and so like I don't see any of that going on until right. November. So like, yeah, that's yeah. weird. Late October, it seems like California starts. Well, the places that I normally Getting go, some action. Yeah, yeah, they'll start kicking off. And I, I never hunted a zone, but I kind of stuck to. B zone where I grew up. Stay away from yeah. the rattlesnakes. I've been up there. Oh, we still got them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We dude. still got them. I think I did a couple 
try attempted pig hunts up there going for deer and ended up turning into pig hunts trying to yeah. really i had a it's lot cool. of deer hunts that just turned into rattlesnake hunts yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was my first kill with a bow with rattlesnake really oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh damn rattlers man that's those are one thing i worry about where where we live at now me and bobby live pretty close to each other up there mm-hmm. in the hill and actually i've seen them up i worry uh, about them up there wait Kind of, kind of near where you guys are at. I worked in the sale tower industry, and we were working on a sale site up there. And mm. on the same site, same night, I think there was a rattlesnake in the shelter in the, at the sale site. And then I also <laughs> we heard a mountain lion like screaming. Oh, Sounds like an old lady screaming. I know, <laughs> yeah. I know my neighbor behind me the other day was telling me that she was out in the garden, was reaching down there, and it was, it was a rattlesnake. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. yeah. I thought you were gonna say she was just screaming, trying to sound like a mountain lion. <laughs> Some old no, those are, those are other things, man. You got every time I'm out on my driveway, I'm like looking in the trees for mountain lions up there. There's so many deer up there, you know. I'm just, you know, they're there, yeah. they're watching you. <laughs> Hell yeah! But yeah, that's a uh, actually a video I I just put together. It was all done on my phone, by the way. It's you know super high quality. <laughs> uh, well, I think I'll probably put it up. It's an iPhone, right? Probably close to 400p. It's an iPhone uh, 7 Plus, no big deal. Oh. <laughs> oh, so you are stuck to the 1080. I just gave up my 6, just so you know, for my new 12. We just, uh, Fancy. I, I filmed something. It was just kind of more like a day on the homestead kind of thing to, you know, kind of just widen the horizon of people. You know, people want to see stuff, you know, just because they're there for hunting. You know, mm-hmm. they might want to see some tractors and 50s and shooting some bows. and Yeah that kind of mentality but you know keep an eye on that i think hopefully i'll get that on there one of these days yeah as soon as he's <laughs> unshadow banned you can throw that as soon in. as i'm able to just get on the youtubes on the youtubes <laughs> on the youtubes so yeah so Corey's banned but uh no, it's that, not for any bad reason we're just joking <laughs> <laughs> now it's you know when you start going down i'm a name dropper alex jones no oh yeah <laughs> now we're talking no, you start going down the rabbit holes, they don't like you. No. No, I just I just haven't updated my phone for a long time. It's just having issues connecting, but and where I live they don't have uh cell service. And you're enjoying every minute of it, it sounds like, huh? No, it's great. Like sometimes <laughs> I'll get texts like as I'm driving like to work or something down the hill. Like Yeah, from the yeah. night before. Yeah, from the <laughs> night before. I'm well, like, I yeah, I didn't thing. get that. There's a dead spot here. I don't know if you guys have probably noticed, but like there's no service here unless you're like connected to our Wi-Fi calling. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's like right in the. I mean, you would think it's a fully built track neighborhood. Like there's got to be service. Yeah, here. definitely. <laughs> right. I noticed that when I first got here, I was trying to look up some stuff. Yeah, like right when you pull up into the into the street up here, it just cuts off. <laughs> <laughs> like sweet. Yeah. I know. But anyways. Yeah. So. What, what you got? Danny's got. Danny's got some prizes. So. Uh, we're kind of doing this joint giveaway and we're uh, still figuring out how we're going to put it on, but we're not going to talk about that one yet. Figuring out the, de- <laughs> the details, but uh, we do have a sportsman's gift card, uh, $50. This is yeah. $500. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> That's if you want to use know. your imagination. Yeah. Five, yeah. Two, 500. yeah. So $50 <laughs> sportsman's gift card. Uh, we got one of our, um, we got some swag, got an A2R hunts hat. Um, your choice. We got multiple colors and styles available. Yeah. And it's going to come with uh, some AMS oil lubricant cleaner, gun cleaner, 
and lubricant. So it's actually the two things from Amsoil. And that's actually uh, was sponsored and, and given to us uh, for the giveaway. Yeah, very cool. And um, so I wanted to do a little kind of like shout out to the guy that uh, gave it away to us. If I can find that. This uh, earpiece thing is actually pretty that. cool. Anyway, yeah, we got we're trying to figure out what to call it. <laughs> yeah, it's like earplugs on a. Uh, it's like if you rest. if you have long hair like me and you need a headband to like just tuck the hair away. Yeah, if you need but the, like if put earplugs in at the same time. Fun bun, these are for you. <laughs> fun bun. Hey, I use t- I use that ear protection. You know, that's what I like. I do too. I have a, I have one in my center console, the same one. It's just a it's the typical orange one that goes around your neck and and you. It's the quick, like the quick, like, oh, there I got to take yeah, a yeah. rifle shot and you just throw them in your ears. Like, yeah. super convenient. Yeah. I think those are, that's the way to go. Shit, I'll rock with those when I hunt too, if I need to. Yeah. Yep. Especially uh, with uh, my break. I was going to blow out my bear drums. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On that pig hunt? I was just like, oh, you're shooting my gun, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I watched that video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, back to the giveaway. Um, so the Amsoil donation, uh, for the gun cleaner and lubricant, it's, um, you can look them up. It's at Austin's oil garage dot myamsoil.com. So that's a U S T I N S oil garage dot myamsoil.com. And that will send you to his link. Um, he also, he's an AMS dealer and uh, he, if you're uh, interested in that stuff for your trucks or pretty much anything that takes a uh, motor oil, uh, they got some of the best stuff. You know, we like diesels around here. So right. we all, we all rock diesels. Yeah. He sold me. So I just, I just bob out. Uh, anyways, I'm doing the full fluid change in my truck. <laughs> he it's, got him. It's, he got me. It's good stuff. Anyways, um, they do, they do put out some of the best gun cleaner and, uh, it's highly recommended. So, okay. uh, that's going to be in the giveaway as well. Yeah, man, that's cool, man. That's yeah, nice. Definitely get in on that. Maybe I can win this five hundred dollars sportsman's gift card. <laughs> you can't win your own your own giveaway, dude. It's worth a shot. So, I might so even recap make an real quick. You got, so you got a hat. You got some ear ear protection. You got a gift card. You got some gun cleaning products. Because we yeah. kind of we kind of try and uh, yeah. got off track for a minute. Right. I'll throw in like a dozen of these uh, Mountain Vision. Uh, arrow wraps if you guys are cool with that absolutely it's going just all the way and they look pretty cool by the way rifle yeah. awesome. yeah. so someone's gonna get blood on your wraps might not be you yeah, probably won't be <laughs> <But> someone's <laughs> gonna do it <laughs> yeah no, i'm so, digging uh, those man those things are clean looking definitely yeah, yeah. it's got the logo on them just custom made by state state wraps um which go check them out actually uh i think they're a fairly new company i believe i think they started like last year but they make um just this 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 week, I think they came out with some reflective wraps, which yeah. I mean, I don't know if like deer would like see like the sun glare off of something like that during the day or not. But mm. if you you think about it, like if you know, it's the same thing as like a lighted knock. Like if you shoot something, you know, at last light, and you're like wanting to find your deer, if you know you hit it and you want to find it, and you think the arrow's sticking out of it or whatever, and you want to go find it, like. Mm-hmm. You're, you got a headlight on, and these things will refl- oh, they have reflect. Reflection. Yeah, the, the, really these cool. ones don't, but check out State Wraps. <laughs> they have some that do. I saw uh, just recently, I saw someone post that and really? have a difference yeah. of the two, and they do. They highlight, and yeah. you'll see them in the – if like if it say you shoot a clean-through shot and ends up in the brush or whatever behind mm-hmm. it, you're going to find that in the dark yeah. with a light on it. Yeah, that's yeah. super cool. It will it's reflect. Kind of a cool idea. Yeah. Awesome. They do they do clean logos on those things too. That looks yeah really really good. Yeah, you guys should do some A two R ones, dude. Definitely. Oh, Just thinking about dang. it. Dang. Yeah. Hell yeah. That, yeah. I was just saying earlier. I I 
I don't think I've ever ran a wrap on my oh. my arrows aside from the the loners of Bobby's that are shot. But well, I'm gonna have to <laughs> buy more now because now I'm giving away these twelve, and then I have another twelve in here that I'm giving to a friend. So now I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> like it hurts to be too nice sometimes. I think it definitely does. <laughs> definitely. Does. Yeah. Man. So we're we're but, still yeah. working out the details and the giveaway, but um, mm. for starters, go follow. Is it Mountain Vision, Vision at podcast. Instagram? Yeah, yeah Mountain Dot Vision. Mountain Dot Vision on Instagram, and then uh, go follow A2R Hunts on that's Instagram as well. Archery to Rifle, by the and way. That, for yes, the second time. that stands for Archery to <laughs> Rifle Hunts. <laughs> and make sure, make sure you put the hunts in there. I've, I've ran into some people. They're like, I can't find it. Like, you got to put it in the A2R Hunts. Yeah. Not just A2R. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the number two. Yeah, it's the number two people. I'll put the, I'll put all this in the in the bio of this uh, pot episode or whatever, so you you can check it out. There we go. You gotta make but, it easy for people. They're more worried about their gear and what they're doing. You know, make it easy for them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, what else we got? Hell yeah! Sure, we can talk all night. We oh, I know. We got different stories to talk about. Yeah, man. We had <laughs> we didn't talk about it earlier, but that that freaking. That cowboy that chased me around that bush when that we were down there the in Arizona. That was the thing I've ever seen, I know. We, the footage really didn't show Wait, how did you funny. Say a cow, oh, a cow bull? Or it was a cow. Like a straight up bull. Oh, like, a, like a moo cow. Like yeah, a moo like cow. A moo moo was cow. Like, yeah, 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 a domesticated cow <laughs> yeah. bull. Now we're getting the train. But I didn't. <laughs> so, like Corey's saying, is I didn't capture all the footage. Um, yeah, I, but you really couldn't see how freaking funny, like... I thought he was coming at me, but there was I knew he there was, was a buck right in front of me. Is that like a hishi? I cow, had to duck cowbell? through some bush. I was I was doing figure eights through some bushes and stuff, man. I thought he was coming at me. I was looking at myself. I was looking looking behind me. I'm like, oh god, guys, he's coming at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I know that I know they were laughing, looking, spotting down. We but were. That was that was, was hilarious. Yeah. I was trying to be so quiet too. Yeah. Imagine trying to be quiet, dude. All that time you put in to go down there, and you know there's a buck right there, and a freaking cow's on your hot trot chasing after you. Like, (laughs) I I didn't know you knew the bull was on you. I was like warning you that thing's about ready to run you over. We thought that bull was being he was on me. Oh yeah, dude. Those things make me nervous every time I come across one. Like, are you? Can I walk through here on this trail, or are you gonna? They just totally block you. Yeah. uh, I started. Around, I started around. doing the zzz, the, the freaking goat people that talk to goat movie, <laughs> <laughs> looking at them in the eyes, doing the zzz. <laughs> no, I, I, I had to circle some bushes and go through some bushes and loop back. I thought I juked him out, but no, oh man, he, he was onto me. <laughs> yeah, he's a smart boy. He's a smart boy. I think they can be they can be kind of mean, dude. You, I mean, you figure. Oh, he was out, territorial for sure. Yeah, they're out there like. Same as every other wild animal, they're freaking fighting for their life out there, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was not happy. I, that I that tried I just to stay clear. Food. I don't know. <laughs> like that, <laughs> that thing's way bigger than me. Yeah, something that his back is as tall as my head. I'm probably trying to stay away. Yeah, especially because he's like scraping the ground in front of me, like all pissed. Yeah, <laughs> not trying to mess with that. Yeah, I mean, if it was last day, I might have jumped on him, but no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try to get an eight second ride or no. something. <laughs> I would have just ran. <laughs> No, was, yeah. yeah, I was just thinking about that earlier, man. That was that's one of those bloopers. I wish we would have got more footage on, man. Definitely. It's one. It's and the reason really that that didn't happen is going back to the uh, be on your game when you're filming and stuff. Seth, oh, Seth, so Texas. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Oh bro- man, one of those stocks I went on. I thought I actually the one that they didn't have an eye an eye on, and I went in the dark and by myself, and I thought I hit record that whole time. 
Nope. Yeah. <laughs> one of those double taps. It was, it was one of those uh, double tap started recording after I sat down. Yeah. You got to press the button all the way down. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll, you watch the videos, you'll see some filming errors. And like I said, we're no experts. So it's a learning process. It's going to be fun, it's dude. I learning. actually enjoy watching like with anybody's YouTube channel, including your guys is like just from when it starts to like what it becomes. It's like, it's fun to watch the journey and just kind of follow along, dude. It's hopefully hopefully we'll keep the humor in there. (laughs) And that's what we're trying to bring is the journey. Kind of what you're saying is Mm -hmm. we got the four different perspectives. We're all different age and got different experience, hunting background. Um, and we're just going for it. Hell yeah. Yeah, So now we're kind of excited. Like one of the first, uh, the first weekends we tried to film like legit, like, okay, we're going to do a pig hunt this day and then an archery shoot this way or this day. Uh, the day that we did the archery shoot, like uh, I had this big stupid mustache because it was mustache march. And, uh, <laughs> you and Seth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was in on that. I looked like Farva, so I oh, shaved he did, it. He did November, though. Like Movember or whatever? Seth think, just right? did or like... He did a throat coat like nobody's business, dude. <laughs> he did His something I don't, I don't want to say the insane. word. insane. But yeah, just dude. for the listeners, Seth is my brother. He works with uh, uh, Bobby, Corey, and Corey. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby and Corey. And yeah, yeah he had some, um, it was very 70s retro-ish. Oh, yeah. And it, imagine if you had to wear a face mask right now, too. Just, <laughs> dude, Danny's got to meet Seth. I know. Yeah. Cool, he's so I, bad. I haven't you, met Seth, so I'm a little, yeah. You might need to cut this out, but if you were to watch some 70s porn, it was like, <laughs> it was the bush... But just like copy and paste just that on the face. throat, just straight throat, dude. Yeah, crazy. yeah. He had uh, a pretty mean beard for a little yeah. while. Yeah, did the mustache thing, and the, the moment somebody called me Farva, yeah, you were it's like nah. really, really mad. Nah. And then Bobby looked super cool, wife, right? <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, yeah. <laughs> Bobby looked all cool with his handlebars and stuff. I was like, dang, no, heck yeah. <laughs> like the biggest goober ever, dude. Yeah, okay, so I'll finish the story on the that archery shoot that we filmed that we'd never edited up because it was terrible. I uh, for some reason, whenever I said bows, I like threw a Canadian accent. <laughs> so, like I filming this whole thing. What does like, that sound like? It, it just sounds like bulls. Like we're, <laughs> we're just Canadians come bulls. out easy. We're just, just like, <laughs> we're just gonna bust out the bulls here, and we're gonna take them up to the target, and we're gonna we're gonna shoot some bulls. It's gonna be nice. This, this is friendly humor, by the way. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been quite humor. the learning curve. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah just learning what you sound like on video is uh, eye opening for sure. Dude, it's the same thing with this. Dude. Oh yeah. Every time I listen. I mean, I don't listen to my own podcast, but there's been a couple where I'll like I'll, I'll like circle back and listen to like a part or, or whatever. Dude, I, I sound like a, uh, an idiot. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward sounding to me, like Definitely. to yourself. Yeah, you know, right. For it anybody, all, it always does to yeah. yourself. Always does. You know, look, looking over at your belt, that's the you have the defiant Hoyt, right? Yeah. Um, Harvest brown. That's a nice. Yeah, color. I was gonna say that's yeah, that's, that's a cool, cool color, color man. Yeah. Um, I always that was one of the bows I really. That came out. I was just like, that thing looks cool. Yeah. It reminds me of something like I don't know if any of you guys watch like the Alien movies, but it reminded me of the the artist that created like some of the Alien um, like props and images yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I can't his his name right now. It's uh, Geiger H R Geiger or something like that. But yeah, the design of those things are so cool and um, I always wanted to shoot one. But one of these days, I always shoot it. Dude. No, no, I nice. want to go. I brought my bow. You said it. Did Let's you? do it. I, I want to buy one of those 
Because I always just thought they were just one of the coolest looking bows. Dude, I didn't know they made it that color until I found that. Dude, I bought that thing on, on, uh, like Archer Talk or something. No, uh, what's it called? The online. You just go eBay. Like eBay. <laughs> on eBay dude. What's that thing? <laughs> what's that thing? It's What's Amazon. the only thing I've ever bought on eBay, so I couldn't remember. But yeah, dude, I saw it on eBay for like six hundred bucks. Like oh, heck yeah. two years ago, heck yeah, nice. and it was only like two years old. And it, but it was brand; it's a brand new bow. Yeah, oh, I mean, I think they use yeah. it as like a demo model in the, mm-hmm. in the shop. It was I from a shop those, though, yeah. so it still had a tag on it right. and everything. You're making me jealous with the uh, your like I was saying earlier, your sights, man. I really want to run a smaller sight for like my sixty pin. Uh huh. I'm am running a, a five pin slider, by the way. I said earlier the oh, spot okay. hod, but yeah. I I want to run like a smaller pin on the 60 just for those longer distances just to mm-hmm. have like a little bit more field of view that's why i got the 0.010 yeah. You know? yeah on your 60 or just the all of them. oh all of them okay yeah. yeah that's just something that kind of reminded me of uh, okay more yeah. bo- more, more uh, bow talk geek stuff but geek stuff. yeah i like it i i had it like it's a five pin fixed pin so i just have mm-hmm. it like i had it like from 20 to six, 20 to 60 mm-hmm. and then when I went to do that archery shoot last year, the Team Whiskey one, I'm like, dude, I, I need to get further than 60. So I just put them like from 30 to 70, which I think is a pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like Definitely. the first side I ever, I ever got was the, the seven pin, seven deadly sins from Cameron Haynes. Yeah. It was like, too many pins, like dude. I, I don't yeah. know yeah. if I could do I, it. Oh, I, I, I ended up taking it out and turning it into a five pin. Really? Actually, I was sending uh-huh. pictures the other day. I was taking the fibers out and running just a five pin for my wife. But it's yeah. cool because the housing is like oversized. Okay. So like your field of view is really good. Like it'll be good for somebody that's like, yeah. maybe that's like a newer shooter that's having a hard time. Like when you're looking at yeah, pins can just be well, clusters. Especially if it's like a newer shooter, like with the lower poundage bow, like those pins are going to be further apart. Yeah. So that bigger, mm-hmm. that bigger, uh, whatever circle, bigger housing, housing, <laughs> <Fair> housing. <laughs> that's something <laughs> I did better. the other day too, is, um, the spot hogs have like the housing, um, you could change like the diameter at the the front of the housings. You put different like yeah, rings yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, I ended up switching a different smaller peep sight, but I kept I was running an issue where I was constantly at, at full draw, just like twerking around. I almost said twerking, twerking around, twerking, twerking, as I was twerking <laughs> around. No, just just being able to center that, and I ended up that was something that really fixed it. It was um, I went to a smaller peep sight. Mm-hmm. And then I switched to, I think it was the bigger housing that it came with, the um, the screw on piece, and yeah, none of that that issue is completely gone. Heck huh. yeah, I think it's because it just takes up that field of view where it's just more like a horizon. There, I had too much of a gap there. Yeah, was the issue. And one thing um, I just thought about, I wanted to mention um, is uh, we did do a hunt. Uh, not all of us, but me and my brother and some of my family, we all did a hunt this year, 2020. In Nevada, we uh, packed in, did a wilderness hunt, and uh, we're working on that right now. So that's actually one of the next videos that we're going to try to get out. Um, I'm probably going to have to do some commentary or narrating, and I'm not really used to that, so it's taking me a little extra time. Um, just because we didn't have all four of us up there, so we had all four of us. I'm excited. Yeah, I haven't talking. even seen it, so yeah, yeah I'm excited. <laughs> they haven't even. I think they've seen maybe a couple kill shots. That's I've about it. it. Yeah. I've seen it, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. It's going to be a good video. So there's some. We uh, we did good. It was a. Uh, it was a unit that you needed seven to ten points probably on average to draw um we drew it a little early got lucky and uh we filled seven out of eight tags i believe is what we ended up filling um 
So we, uh, I, me and my brother uh, doubled up, and uh, you're gonna have to watch the video to see that. So it was a, it was a good hunt. I got a couple uh, couple kill shots on film, and we're looking forward to getting that out. Heck yeah, nice. Um, so it was it was pretty awesome. Definitely. I mean the. I wish I had a bull tag. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I was seeing some 350-plus bulls on the daily every day. Really? And, yeah, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> Man, I, so, I wish I would have been there. That That's badass. Yeah. yeah. I still haven't really done like it. I've, I've, I've been on an elk hunt with my, my wife's uncle in Oregon. Uh, but it was basically like a quick Huh, like it was like a Thanksgiving. We went up there and like had a couple days, or maybe even one day. I think it was one day. He had a muzzleloader hair tag, like mm-hmm. in Oregon, and and we just with the with the period with the amount of time we had, and like there was fresh snow on the ground. It was like the best tactic at that point in time was like, and and it's pretty thick where he lives, so it was basically just drive roads and look for fresh tracks, and and we came across like a couple like small herds of. Uh, or maybe even a f- I think a few small herds of uh, elk, and he he ended up shooting at at one uh, spike, and I just talked about this on my last episode I recorded last night, <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be a repeat for some people. But anyways, like a tuft of hair like popped off yeah. his back. Yeah. I think he just barely nicked its back, and like that's all we we never found blood, nothing, just right. just a tuft of like hair just sitting in the snow. Dang. Right, and we we came back the next day and just tracked it. Couldn't find anything, those, but those elk are tough. Yeah, so, um, it kind of brings back a story. Um, 2019 Colorado, uh, it was a third season uh, rifle hunt that we just did, and uh, ended up getting a probably about a close to a 300 inch six by six bull. And that um, when we started uh, skinning it and taking care of it, I actually found a broadhead in its back really and it was all healed over i mean that elk you would have never known he was not injured by any means but that broadhead was probably in there for two years Dang. it was all healed over no problem but yeah it was pretty pretty cool so that's crazy to see that and that's not the first animal we've taken that I found some some uh our arrows in before too so yeah Be, that that uh that just reminded me i was gonna ask you guys what what broadheads are you guys using are you guys all using mm, different ones? Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> you guys we all do different. We sounds, all do dude. our own things. And I'm using and I'm so. using two different ones too. Oh really? Do you keep two in your quiver? Two different ones in your quiver? Uh, yeah, I run like a a kit box, like a toolkit box kind of thing. Yeah. My setup, so running uh the mon what Montag, G5, G5s, yeah, the carbons, yeah, the hundred grain fixed. Yeah. And then I ended up buying the. Um, oh, those are, those don't seem that sharp to me, man. Like every time I, he carries around a sharpening. Stone, I, yeah, right? I carry oh, really? sharpening yeah, stones. Are you able to get them sharp? Yeah. Or do yeah. you think they're pretty um, sharp? Some of the ones like that I've dinged up just when you're sighting in and stuff like that, like they they do pretty much damage to them. They're probably yeah. not fixable, but maybe just for sighting in purposes, you can yeah. use them for like ones. Like, but I got the same ones last year, and I couldn't. I just couldn't. My uncle also got used was using the same ones, and we just couldn't seem to get them like sharp as sharp. we thought that they should be but no. i don't know i mean i haven't shot anything with bobby him, so. knows more about sharpening you know <laughs> custom knife maker over there but yeah back in the day yeah no you can get them you can get them sharp mm-hmm. um i i was having an issue actually with like the fletchings i was running bobby damascus 
with, with those fixed yeah. broadheads. Remember it used how? to be Walker Custom. Yeah, Walker Custom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll reignite that Instagram page. <laughs> we'll see. Get sorry. that nice big shot back up. I no. Didn't mean to <laughs> yeah, I was I was having issues in their flights. <laughs> The way they were flying with the the fletching, I was yeah, I was oh, running yeah, because yeah, yeah. he had some he, he was using uh, some boning heat veins along with those. Yeah, so I, was, I had a batch made of like heat, uh, max stealth, and then I was running variances of uh, three and four fletch. Okay, so just kind of different combinations and stuff like that. But that was a January twenty twenty. You couldn't mm-hmm. get them to fly right down there. No, I about just made him fly in a di- different direction than me not <laughs> just ever seeing him again. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, and then I ended up buying the uh, oh, the hyperdermics. Oh, uh, rage. Yeah. I tried to get the collarless ones, but they ended up I think sending me the crossbow ones. Yeah. And then so yeah. I, I have the collared right now. Okay. But they come with the, the practice tips on those and Yeah. I mean, I haven't flung one of them at an animal, but the practice tip seems to fly pretty true. You know, if it really flies out, they say. <laughs> yeah, right. And then I shoot, I shoot the hypodermic, no collars, it's yeah. the two inch cut. And um, same thing, like what you're saying mm-hmm. is, uh, since I've gone to these uh, broadheads, I haven't flung them on. Well, I missed an animal, but um, I haven't actually stuck one. And the practice heads fly very well at 100 yards uh, with my yeah, setup. They seem to, yeah. So. Yeah, and I just switched to uh, the annihilators. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm running. I've been thinking the, about those. Yeah, I, I, me too. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was running the dude the hypodermics for a while, and I was running the the collars, the collared version. Pain in the butt. Yeah, every like if I because we we stock in like some really thick thick brush, and so I would come out of a stock, and my my expandable would be expanded. My collar would be all busted up. So and if I, it's 15 degrees, trying to finagle with that thing, yeah, exactly. That's tough. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted something dummy proof, like like a, a single piece, like high carbon steel, something that I can just fling out and it'll be good. Yeah. And so that's what I went to, and those things they fly really good for the setup that I'm running. That's what I keep hearing. Like yeah, they look I, cool I haven't too. used them, but uh, yeah. So I, I'm like I've been shooting the the sever two-inch sever expandables and they fly like like when you put them in like practice mode or whatever they fly really good Mm -hmm. but um but yeah i've been thinking about those annihilators because they have that like design where like it's like a wedge like it just it just like yeah it's supposed to be it's supposed to create more shock right like and it's It's like three blades but it's a wedge so like it opens it opens that like that body cavity cavity up or wherever you hit it it just like spreads that skin open and Mm -hmm. it's like freaking hole dude yeah right hopefully we can as long as they fly good here pretty quick yeah i'd say the last the last broadheader broadhead i had um, on a work on the animal was um was the grim reapers back in uh, 2019 on that archer hunt uh, California B-Zone, Blacktail, I did a wilderness hunt solo, and I think I already kind of mentioned it, it was with all the bears, found two bucks on the third day, mm. and I found a perfect timing, it was like 9 a.m. in the morning, um, he just was uh, feeding in some rocks, and him and a smaller buck bedded down at the same time, and I'm like, perfect, like I, I literally just spotted them before they bedded down, and I'm like, all right, cool, I got some time, so it took me solo about an hour and a half, to get around on him and uh i got all the way up around the peak where i thought he was came down on a rock bluff and sure enough he was right below so i ended up being uh arranged him at 30 yards he had no idea but he was straight downhill uh bedded below a tree 
and just kind of like what you guys are saying, you just worry about the expandables just mm-hmm. hooking up on some branches. <clears throat> and I, I'm like, oh, I think I'm good. No, I'm not good. So I kind of had to move around a few times, but he had no idea I was there the whole time. So I finally was able to move just enough to where I got a clear shot, let it fly, and I mean, I got no complaints. It did the job. Um, oh yeah. I mean, oh, it, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't gather what you were saying about the ex- expandables hitting branches. That makes sense, right, dude. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Oh yeah, you got to worry about that. And I, it, didn't, I didn't catch that. Yeah. I finally got a lane and went right through, and I couldn't imagine though getting there and not having that lane all that work yeah or that thing just barely catching on a branch and busting open and just right throwing it off side of the animal or something right like so that all worked out and uh that was one of my better archery blacktails that i've taken that was a good one that was solo yeah Mm -hmm. it was a really heavy uh four by not super wide but just he had the mass all the way up yeah and full velvet too full velvet yeah it was awesome Nice. I'll take a little luck every now and then. Hell yeah. Definitely. Hell yeah. Well, shit. I mean, do you guys want to cover anything else? or Unless we want to dive into some deep conspiracy theories. I think we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Corey mentioned Alex Jones earlier. uh, Who who is that? Oh, we won't get into it now. (laughs) I think we want to steer clear of all that stuff. (laughs) Unless we want to get canceled. Uh, (laughs) Might be a good one I don't even know who it is. So I plead the fifth. Yeah, <laughs> same here. <laughs> uh, what Alex do you think? Jones. Why are you guys talking about Alex Jones? <laughs> is there, you, is you there anything else you want to cover, or what do you think? Just kind of you good? Finishing up, closing thoughts. Oh man. Any closing thoughts, Corey? Uh, let's see. You know, one thing I don't think we really talked about is we 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 all switched over to those three six five targets. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Another, another geek talk moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which means we need to start getting sponsorships. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> I, these guys both uh, opted for the thirty six models, which are well over three hundred dollars a pop. I gotta say, man, that thing. I hear I hear Target is wonderful. Company sponsorships are the hardest ones to get. Oh, I believe it. I bet. <laughs> I believe it. I will say the three sixty five targets are pretty awesome. Yeah. Are they? No. All, like I said, all three of us we have all them went now to there. Maybe need awesome. some air lube. That that block yeah. target over there is a guy that I work with. We we would I can't, I keep it under my desk at work. It's his. <laughs> it's like one of my coworkers and we would go hit the archery range near my near our office. Uh but with when COVID hit, he he's been home the entire time, and I'm like, I'm taking that to my garage, dude. <laughs> so, that's not even my target, dude. And then, nice. and then that uh, that morel, the yellow one I got from my daughter for Christmas or something or her birthday or something. So I just shoot it. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> No, yeah, it's it's important to have a good target. Hashtag morale targets. Hashtag <laughs> block targets. Three sixty five. Three sixty five. No, if you're if you're shooting good arrows, man. I mean, like the story I was saying earlier about, you know, I mean, you're not supposed to shoot um, inserts or like when you have outserts like that into yeah. um, like bagged. Yeah, I love it. Like right. I've gotten plenty of outserts. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you definitely even even in my broadhead target i have yeah. like it still doesn't do very well in that but the 365 target's actually done really well so far even mm-hmm. i've done some real close shots i've done like some three five yard shots you know practicing with those weird shots that you just run into in 3d shoots and stuff and yeah. then i mean out to 100 yards and i haven't had any issues they're, uh, are they pretty stiff 
they when are. When you first get them, they yeah. look they yeah. look really like. I will stout, say, stiff. If you're gonna like shoot out the center, because I mean they they will shoot out. That's why they have the foam inserts yeah. that you can replace. But if you're gonna um, shoot well, out the center, dimensional too, and you can move it. Yeah, you can rotate it six sided, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but if you don't rotate it all the time and you shoot out the center mm-hmm. indoors, eventually one's gonna go through in your wall. Just by experience. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I have that horse mat back there. Exactly. Right? So, because, yeah, so I've been a lot, doing a lot of indoor shooting lately. So, at night. But, I just uh, built that just, sweet Target house, but it just so happens I bought that 365 Target like the day after. It doesn't fit. And it doesn't fit. I, I built this cool dog house with this thick rubber mat. So, for the arrows, if they blow through or anything. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't fit that Target, but it looks yeah. cool for my other ones. Yeah. I know. I, I originally set that that backstop up with the be, with the horse mat. Mm-hmm. I, I originally put it in the backyard because I have a hill back there. Mm-hmm. And dude, I I actually like was out there with the target in the backstop, and I drew back, and I just had this like thought. I'm like, dude, if if I ever have any mistake, and this thing flies over the fence, dude, like, oh yeah, I'm, I lose the house, I lose everything. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Right. Like so I'm like, dude, I'm. Yeah. So I like I like released it and freaking brought that thing inside and put it right here and I'm like twenty yards is good because no, I would have had like thirty or forty or yeah. whatever out there but no you're just building muscle memory I mean that's, yeah, that's one of that's the most kind important of things I was like dude it's not worth the risk I mean yeah. in a in a in a track neighborhood dude it's because dude I've had friends shoot them over fence shoot over fences or through fences into into the house next door I have like shot my daughter's <laughs> bow and it and it like clipped the top of the target and like flung over the into the neighbor's yard before and i'm like dude i can't, I yeah, can't it's that. not worth it no that's nope. like my my six-year-old right now he's you know he, shoot, he shoots a compound and i'm he's just learning how to shoot a release you know and he he has a tough time with it like he'll, he'll hit in a pretty good little spot on the on the target but every once in a while he'll just punch it and it'll hit the side of the barn yeah. or something like that and yeah like luckily I, I always set it up where i know there's a big backdrop so i'm not gonna go looking for arrows or yeah. anything like that but oh yeah i just don't want to lose them in the poison oak yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly right that's yeah. the biggest deal god oh yeah that's one thing about being up there in northern california or anywhere really in the hills it's just poison oak and gnarly dawn dish soap oh, god. it's a secret <laughs> That's what I hear. Yeah, it's brutal. But man, good. Heck yeah, dude. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, dude. Definitely. I appreciate you guys coming down, man. It was a good time. We appreciate it, man. Absolutely. You got a sweet setup here, so definitely. Thanks. Really appreciate yeah. it. So hopefully this year you'll be able to come up to the one when I get that done at my place. Yeah, let me know, dude. Love the A2R. Yeah, I want to start Do doing a little uh, camping trip up the ranch. Yeah, I'm down anytime. We'll bring the trailer and and. uh and come shoot some arrows or whatever. Yeah, it's been a yeah, weekend. we're gonna want to do some. I wanted, I want to start doing some like wild game barbecues or something over here too. Yeah. We're, we're putting the pool in right now. I want to do like a barbecue setup out there and start doing like like an annual like wild game Heck like yeah. That's awesome. dinner Perfect. or something. Yeah. Everybody just like potluck style, you know, like everybody yeah. brings their own thing or. Yeah, we'll come down for sure. Yeah, it'll be fun. If me and Bobby ever get our folk band put together, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you can use my microphone. You gotta dude. teach me three chords, dude. That's all I need. One of these days. One of these days. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> hell yeah. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Of course. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank See you. Y'all.
If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me on Instagram at mountain.vision or my personal Instagram page at Blue Collar Harvester. Look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening.